Welcome to Building Fortunes Radio. Make sure you check us out at buildingfortunesradio.com. Along with our marketing partners, we're here to help our PM Marketing Network lead customers build their businesses and make the world a better place. At Building Fortunes, we know how much your business means to you and the people important to you. So spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Now, on to our show with your host, Peter Mingle. Hello, everybody. This is Nick. It is Friday evening, and welcome to the Humongous Ad Show. I am so glad to have everybody on. It is Friday, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. We're back to the show. We're going to have a great conversation tonight. I brought Peter Mingles with me. Hello, Peter. Hey, Nick. Tonight, what we're going to do on the show, everybody, is me and Peter are just going to go back through some of the stories we have of working with Humongous Ad Network in about the last year and, oh, what has it been, Peter, about a year and three months now. Yeah, I think, uh, matter of fact, I think it's even been a little bit longer than that. Yeah, you're probably right. You know, I remember when I first started working with the Humongous Ad System, it was October, yeah, right in the beginning of October 1st, because, you know, the weather that time, it was muggy. For being October in Indiana, it was it was a muggy day, and I had to work really hard that first day trying to sell my first ad for the Humongous Ad Network, and that's a story all to its own. So, Peter, let me ask you, with some of the new developments we have with the Humongous Ad Network, are you really excited about some of the, the direction we're taking it? Well, we, you know, the, the neat thing, Nick, is when we started to build the Humongous Ad Network, we did it with the concept of... Are we going to be able to help ourselves and our customers maybe get some extra advertising and some exposure? And then we realized that, well, first of all, playfully you call it humongous because we want to make it really big. But we started to tie some of the things together, and we found that, you know, the more we have ads in the classified section of humongous ad network, the more – advertisement we did, of course, for ourselves, but also what started to happen is start to integrate with the different things that we were doing. So I'll use this as an example. On this one, we put this on Building Fortunes Radio, and when sometimes we would post an ad about something, all of a sudden Building Fortunes Radio would get more traffic. And then uh, when we do another classified ad site for maybe uh, another uh, domain name that we own, all of those websites started to get that extra traffic as a result of people looking at different people's ads on Humongous Ad Network or maybe being on the radio show and one thing or another, and everything became like this big mesh, if you will, of connections. And we were getting people saying, you know, I saw your ad on uh, buildingfortunesradio.com, but also it showed up on Humongous Ads and vice versa and vice versa, and we started to get a lot of extra business. So as a result of all of that things, we started to really expand it. Now we have dozens and dozens and dozens of classified ad websites and our customers enjoy all that extra traffic as well. And I got to share with you, it was a really neat thing, but because we've spent so much time on it, now we're starting to influence a lot of the searches that people are searching for relative to um, you know, regular Google searches or Bing searches or Yahoo searches or things along that line. So I knew it would have a nice effect, but I I didn't know how much of an impact it would have and then how much of an impact it would have this quickly. So I was really pleased and still am pleased as far as the direction. And then when people like yourself really take their website seriously, then it's pretty amazing in the different things that happen. So, yeah, I've been really, really, really excited about the direction that we've gone so far and the other things that have happened. 
You know what, Peter? I, I have to emphasize also. Now, do you remember, since we're telling stories tonight, when you first showed me how hard work I was working on my humongous ad site right. and how the search was starting to pick up my stuff? That was really amazing. I didn't even know because I never paid a penny to Google or any of the search engines. I never paid a penny to them. I didn't even realize because I was working my site vigorously, adding stuff to my site that the search engines were picking up keywords that I was using. Well, I, re- I remember that conversation. Well, one of the, we, we talk a lot, but one of the conversations specifically was you were thinking about finding different ways for people to find your website. And you were thinking about paying for traffic to your website. What? And there's, there's a lot of people that pay for traffic to website. That's why Google is one of the biggest companies on the planet. Um, and if it worked on a cost-effective basis, if you really think about it, if all the advertisement that people pay Google for, all the other types of things, really worked um, for the vendors, not just for, the, not just for Google, but also worked for the vendors, the economy would be thriving like crazy because they're one of the biggest companies on the planet right now. So what really happens is a lot of people pay for advertising, but it doesn't always show up on the bottom line. And when you were a young startup like yourself and you're saying to me, how am I going to get traffic to my site? Um, you know, most of the times when you open up your wallet for Google or some of the other ones, you're going to be talking about 250 bucks, 500 bucks, $5,000, something like that. And not everybody's going to get results as far as something that converts into something you can put back into your bank account. I started to take a look at it and I said, Nick, do you realize that when you, you know, if you're advertising for whatever based on whatever you're doing, look at where you show up on the search engines. And what we found was you were showing up on page number one of the most popular search engine site as a result of some of the things you were doing. It's like, Nick, why in the world would you want to pay for advertisement if you can do the things that you are with your hard work and the stuff that you're doing with your website and be in the same spot anyway in a non-paid spot? So a lot of people are getting pretty smart and they're realizing that those top positions are paid positions. So although they might show up there, a lot of the Internet users are pretty becoming a little bit more savvy to realize that, wait a minute, that guy paid to be there. He may not be there organically as a result of his popularity or anything else. And clicking on the first ones and Googling the ad spots may not necessarily mean you're getting the best person. So, yeah, so we found that it, the frequency by which we do things multiplies in the humongous ad network for everyone's benefit and saves you hard cash. Um, relative to some of the stuff that you would have done. You know, that, and that's true, because I remember that story just as well as you do, and I was really, I had the idea, I thought, you know what, Peter, I don't know how anybody's going to find my site. If I paid Google money, I mean, it was expensive. Oh, I mean, it was it was really expensive to get up there, and but I did it. Instead, I just put really hard work on my website. I kept posting things. I kept, I, I did the work that I was supposed to do. So I always kept my ad site full, kept posting up ads for people for things for sale, posting up ads for jobs, posting up ads for rentals. I was also selling my advertising directory to the local shops right here where I live, which was a huge jump. Now, I'm going to tell the listeners why that was a huge jump. When, when we first originally found out about me and how my website was dominating the search engines without paying, it happened to be a small restaurant right here where I live. And what was funny about that, Peter, was the keywords that you used 
to show me that I was on the top of the search engine. Three words that I used in the middle of the ad, and I happened to pop up on the search engines. One of them being pizza, one of them happened to be custard. And my site pops up, number one, that's really exciting to see something like that. It really shows you what hard work really gets you, Peter. Right, and and in the same aspect, it also showed you how you could design a better ad to optimize the things that you were doing with the Humongous Ad Network. So you learned, you learned a lot. You learned a lot about uh, how people spend money and how people don't always maximize their investment on spending money. But then also what you started to do is you started to realize the power of the frequent activity and the smartly decided or smartly designed wording and how those actually could help someone make some extra money. And remember, the things that you're advertising for that we're speaking about, you're advertising, get up on the website, uh, get up to the search engine, is actually benefiting your customers too that are paying for your advertising or giving you their services. So it all works together, Nick. Absolutely. It all works together. So we're going to go to our first commercial tonight. After commercials, we're going to come back. Me and Peter are going to talk about some more questions about some of the stories we've done. We're going to have a wonderful time. Building Fortunes Radio creates the environment to spotlight your product and your opportunities. If you have something to sell or something you want to share with the world, you can do it here with Building Fortunes Radio. When you go to our site at www.buildingfortunesradio.com, you'll be able to check out What's Cooking with Mario? Listen to Mario Nardelli and hear his success story, starting with a young man in Italy to executive chef and restaurant owner, and eventually a successful home-based business entrepreneur. Then check the bottom line team and hear Shelly and Sandy improve the health and finances of thousands of others. That's two great examples. What's Cooking with Mario and the bottom line team. How about you? Contact us at buildingfortunesradio.com to learn how we can help you. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Nick, and we're on the Humongous Ed Show with Peter Mingles, and we're just discussing some of the stories when I first started working with the Humongous Ed site. Now, Peter, I, I have to go back to the beginning. When, when I first started working with the site, one of the, the things that you wanted me to do was to manage the site, work the site, but kind of do it as if I was a new person and not a lot of help in the background. I felt that to be so beneficial because the site was so easy to manage in the administration office. Is, is that one of the big things that you was really looking for when you built the Humongous Head site was making it people-friendly? I'm sorry. Yep, absolutely. People-friendly had to be something because we do the customer service, and I know that if something has too many options and it's very complex, it really frustrates the heck out of our customers as well as ourselves because um, – just because you can do something doesn't always mean that you should. So one of the things that we had to do was look at it and say, what would happen if we gave the administration of the site to someone and we did not give them an instruction book? Because most people are going to read the instructions anyway. And I didn't want to have to go through there and do videos on every single button to kind of explain things because what I find is a lot of our customers are somewhat nice but impatient, smart, but they're always kind of overwhelmed with a whole bunch of things. And if they have to learn a lot, they kind of – shush away from it, especially if it happens to be online. So there's a little dynamic that we had to make sure that when we built the Humongous Ad Network software on the back end, the administration part, we had to make it super simple for customers. So literally, I grabbed our tech department and we ripped apart the code and we included features that we thought we should 
and we buried features that we didn't think we should, you know, that we thought we should as well. It was like, well, this is nice, but really not necessary. It's going to be very confusing. And if people start to edit their stuff, they're going to kind of make themselves a mess. So we kind of hit all the sharp, shiny objects that would probably hurt people and made sure that we put, you know, things in there really super simple, change definitions for instead of from like programmer definitions to people that are actually user definitions. And when we did all that sort of stuff, I wanted to make sure that anybody could go in there that had, you know, that they could keep their brain screwed on for common sense and just kind of think it through, would be able to figure out how to handle the different settings. And, of course, we learned a lot as, in the process of doing that as well. So we, we tweaked code. We uh, adjusted this. We did, we did that. We changed words. We modified things. We added some definitions. And as a result of that, the user experience on the um, administration side, whether it's to place an ad from the outside or the inside, we really made it super duper duper simple so this way people could do it quickly, do it thoroughly, um, but not get bogged down with a lot of the technology. So I'm sure that resonates with a lot of people listening in. We had to really make it simple for the people that are using it. Uh, people and customers use our software, programmers don't. So we had to make it more available for users. Nick, the one thing that I really want to focus on though relative to this was something that was heartfelt for me that you proved out. And that was we made the classified ad site so we could use it for ourselves and our customers. But I also realized the need for someone that could turn it into their own business, like their own economy. And we have a domain name and a theme that we've been pushing for a long time called Your Own Economy. And the concept here was wouldn't it be kind of neat if you could control your own financial destination? So as opposed to maybe work at a factory and then have your hours go up and down, or maybe work anywhere as an employee and find that when a president comes in and he runs a health care law that says that employers have to treat employees that have more than 30 hours different from more than those that have 30. So just by the innocent factor of you being an employee, you find your hours cut down below 30 because of some law that says that here's the dividing line. If it's 30 or more, you have to do this. And if it's 30 or less, you have to do this. And some of you or some people have wound up on the wrong side of the 30 hours. So I looked at that and I said, Nick, what could we possibly provide for somebody that lost his job or her job or lost some of their hours or reduced some of their income or wanted to work from home, what could they do to supplement or control their income by owning their own economy? And I figured that, wait a minute, if somebody had their own classified site, they would be able to actually own their own economy with the things that they do relative to their own classified website. So that's when we built it, and that's when I commissioned you basically and said, Nick, I need you to do me and you a favor. Here's the concept that I just said. I need you to prove it real. So we need to go from talking about it, theorizing about it, to actually having it done with facts and figures that could be audited if we chose, hard work, but also from somebody who's never done anything like this before, but would be willing to do the hard work and learn. And that's really what I asked you to do when we set up the Humongous Ad Network for you specifically so realistically, Nick, what you have done is you take an idea and a concept from, the, from nothing and allowed us to do the software and the programming and everything else like that, 
but from the economic nothingness to where you started to make some money on your very first days and then started to build some residual income after the very first weeks and then it built a really nice reputation and a really nice thriving business that people have even offered to buy from you, um, to do all of that in the period of time that you did it, you made the concept profitable immediately within the first month and then profitable for that every single month after that. And i got to share with you, my hat's off to you, because you did the work, we did the concept, we both worked together, but we proved it. You proved how somebody, if they wanted to, could start with nothing, zero, unemployed, fired, whatever it might be, who knows, start off with zero and bring that into a significant full-time income based on their own efforts and based on their own control. So i got to share with you, that's my probably proudest moment, and I'm glad you were part of my proudest moment. I want to thank you, Peter. You know, it's funny. When you was talking, I was kind of looking around the office, and I was remembering to myself, how does it all start? How, what does everything kind of look like? So everything was a little bit different. When I first started with the concept, with the idea that I was going to build my own economy, I went out the first day with a pad of paper and an ink pen and an idea. So I, I, I literally went from business to business with a pad of paper and an ink pen, and I would walk into each shop and say, hi, my name is Nick with so-and-so company, and I have a website I would like to advertise your business on. I probably did this for about seven and a half hours, Peter, and it was hot that day. And you hit the nail on the head when you said I wasn't used to doing anything like this. So I'm walking business to business. I'm not used to walking business. I'm used to sitting home in an office. Seven hours, I worked really hard. I probably got to the part to where I look like I rang out wet puppy walking into my last establishment. It happened to be a, a bar and grill. I walk in there. You probably use the worst sales pitch I could physically use because I'm exhausted. I, I'm, I'm let down. I'm, I'm, I'm aggravated. Nothing's working. He comes down to the end of the bar. I say, hey, this is what I got. I, I've got a website. And I'm advertising some, and this is really the sales pitch. I said, I had a website, and I'm advertising local businesses, and I'd really like to put your business on there. It's 10 bucks, $10 a month. And the bartender looks at me, and he says, I'll give you 10 bucks." He said, you look like you've been through a lot today. I said, I have. I said, I've walked miles. And he said, I'll give you 10 bucks." Now, I tell that story, Peter, all the time, because even though that story, I, I sold it wrong, I probably did everything in the world that could have been done wrong on that sale. That was the the that one thing I needed to push me. That was my inertia. That was my that was my push to the right direction. Because once I made the first sale, I realized I had something, Peter, that would somebody would buy. I had a product that somebody would buy, and then I went to the next shop and the next shop. In fact, I remember, Peter. What was funny about that story was that I bought dinner on the first night. That I that I worked my site, I was able to buy dinner. Well, that was a you know, and that was a heartfelt moment for me, because I remember when you were telling that story, you were like, um, it was almost like a farmer who was able to go out in the morning, plant some seeds, uh, come back, you know, do the work, sweat your brains off, you know, which would certainly you did, but as a result of that, you were actually able to eat the food that you produced that very same day. 
And I said, this is really wonderful, number one, because the next time you do it, you're going to be faster at it, better at it, more efficient at it. Uh, then you're probably going to be able to charge more money for it, so it'll become a little bit more profitable. And then you'll figure out what you need to do right and what you might have done wrong and make the adjustments along the way. But really, you learn the profession of what it was like to be an entrepreneur for the very first time. So the guy gave you the $10, maybe cash, a check, or put it on PayPal or credit card or whatever the guy might have done relative to how you're going to be able to transition that money. Now we have ESP, so you could even use ESP. So you're going to be able, you were able to actually self-provide a lot of things on your own and I come back to it as being one of my proudest moments, but the reality is is that we proved it right. We proved that somebody, if they wanted to, could go to work. Now, you and I have had, you know, the. I, I said to you, Nick, when you do this, I want you to, I know what some of the experiences you're going to go through, and you know what some of the experiences you're going to go through, but there's going to be a lot of things that start to happen that um, we both didn't think about or we don't, didn't plan on or there's going to be some cool things that transpire and let's make sure we grab these things every day. So talk to me at the end of the, every day and tell me the stories that happened a little bit like we're doing right now. So tell me about the stories that happened and then we'll figure out how to maximize those experiences, how to handle the awkward moments, handle the predictable patterns, all of those things as well. And through those next couple of weeks, there was one day that I said, Nick, let's do the math. Let's do the math. How many of these ads do you think you can sell in a day? And then how much are you going to charge per ad? And how many are going to be residual? And then if you did it, if you really think it through, if you charge $10 per month per ad and you sold 30 ads and they were all on a monthly basis, what does your income start off with next month? And the answer is if you have 30 ads at $10 a month, that next month you start off with $300 in residual income coming in. And, yeah, I'm not a financial planner, and some of the people listening in might be, but you'd probably have to invest a nice piece of cash into some kind of a retirement fund or some kind of a mutual fund or some kind of a stock to be able to get a $300 return on your investment if it was moderate risk. You'd have to probably put in a few thousand dollars or maybe even more to get 300 bucks monthly. I said, Nick, what if we did that every month? What if you went out and then the next month you sold another 30 ads and the 30 that you did before, some of them may have stuck around, but maybe a lot of them stayed because it was their second month in advertising. And then I guess if you take a look at it, Nick, don't you start off with now 600 bucks a month at the end of the second month? And we just kind of kept going, 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 and we found that you got excited and I got depressed. The reason why... <laughs> The reason why you got excited, we showed, we showed people that they can make over $100,000 a year with my product. And I, really and I got depressed. Yeah, and I got depressed because I showed someone how they could start with a minimum investment and make $100,000 a year, and then all the things that we do don't even translate to that relative to the amount of return on the investment and the residual income because it doesn't stop after the first year. So that was the good part about it as well. We really, truly did show somebody how they could be self-sufficient and earn average or above-average income depending on only one thing, and that would be their efforts. So back to you. Well, Peter, you have so much in the world to be happy about because it was PM Marketing that truly developed the Humongous ad system. Humongous.com, it's really big, and that's what's wonderful about it because when people listen to my story, Peter, they start to realize this can really happen. You can really do this. And – 
I got to add on to everybody before the end of the call. What's really great about the Humongous Ads uh, services is that when you buy an ad system, it's just the beginning of what you can grow. I, I don't go through a lot of things that I grew my business by, but I will say this. In a year, in a few months, and starting October, so we'll say a year and four months, I have a book full of stories that I've actually got to go through being a, a new entrepreneur, building my own system. And now I'm at a point where we're building systems on top of systems. It's wonderful. I've built a full business. I've built my own economy using the Mellingus Ad Network System. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Peter, I want to thank you for being on as well. It's always sure. wonderful. We're going to go ahead and play our intro or our outro, and next week when we come on, I'm going to tell some more stories about what we're doing with the Humongous Health Center, and I'm going to actually talk about when I started working the business, some of the, tri the trials that I actually went through selling some of our ads. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to the Building Fortunes Radio Show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Check us out every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for the designated Building Fortunes Radio segment with Peter Mingle. Be sure to check out the BuildingFortunesRadio.com website for our featured segments. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. At Building Fortunes Radio, we wish you the success you deserve and are willing to work for.